Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. we continue with Our American Stories and more Christmas season stories. This one, how a Charlie Brown Christmas came to be and almost didn't. Americans fell in love with the show when it first aired on television back in 1965. It's been a part of our lives ever since. But the story of how Charles Schultz's A Charlie Brown Christmas came to be is itself an American classic. So too is the story of how it almost didn't come to be. But first things first, the 30-minute Christmas special wasn't birthed by the creative urge. It was commissioned by a commercial sponsor looking to turn the nation's most beloved newspaper cartoon strip into an animated TV special. Here's Lee Mendelson, who produced the special, telling the story of how this special came to be. Would your creative group be interested in doing a Christmas special for Coca-Cola? Have you thought about doing one? I said, oh, absolutely. We think about it all the time. And he said, well, we need an outline down in Atlanta on Monday. It was Wednesday. So send us what you have and we'll see what happens. So I called Mr. Schultz on the phone. I called Mr. Melendez because we'd worked together on the documentary two years before. And I said, I think I just sold a Charlie Brown Christmas. And they said, what's that? And I said to Schultz, that's something you're going to write tomorrow. So Bill flew up from Hollywood, and I drove up from San Francisco, and 
He did write it on a Thursday. Those days we sent it by Western Union on a Friday. And Monday they call up and said, okay, let's do a Charlie Brown Christmas. The team worked fast. They had only three months to create a script, record it, make a soundtrack, and create 30,000 animation cells from scratch. And this was all before the days of computer animated design. When the special was finished, it wasn't a hit with network executives. The first problem was the laugh track, or the lack thereof. It was unimaginable to produce TV comedy without it back in the 1960s. Schultz thought more highly of the viewers. He didn't believe they needed to be cued to laugh at predetermined moments. Another disagreement involved the voice work. CBS executives wanted to use adult actors who pretended to be kids. Schultz believed that using children gave the characters more authenticity. The CBS executives also had a problem with the jazz soundtrack by Vince Guaraldi. The music was too sophisticated for a children's program, they worried. They wanted something mm, younger. The CBS executives also thought the show was too slow. They didn't think there was enough action in a show dedicated to children with limited attention spans. Last, the CBS executives worried about the scene where Linus recites the story of the birth of Jesus Christ from the Gospel of Luke. It was too long, they believed, and too literal. The CBS executives assumed that Americans, especially American kids, wouldn't want to sit through a spoken passage from the King James Bible. Quote, they were freaking out about something so overtly religious in a Christmas special, explained Bill Melendez. They basically wrote it off. Schultz didn't just get pushback from CBS executives. Members of his own team were skeptical too. Melendez himself was hesitant. Quote, I was leery of the religion that came into it. I was right away opposed to it, he told reporters. Luckily for Schultz, he was the beneficiary of a tight production schedule. Moreover, the network, the advertising agency, and the show's sponsor, Coca-Cola, had already promoted the show in TV Guide. Schultz had leverage, and he wasn't about to capitulate on key creative elements, and they aired the special as Schultz had intended. And that's why Charles Schultz was Charles Schultz. He intuitively knew the things Americans cared about, the things that gave their lives meaning. The longtime Sunday school teacher also knew the reading from the Gospel of Luke was the centerpiece of the show and a centerpiece of American life. It's a scene we'll always remember as Charlie Brown sinks into despair while trying to find the true meaning of Christmas. Linus walks on stage, stage center, and under a narrow spotlight, quotes that scripture from the Gospel of Luke. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And after Linus finishes, he walks across the stage and says, quote, And that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. 
CBS executives were certain the show would be a ratings disaster. Programmers, well, they were equally grim, informing the production team, quote, we will, of course, air it next week, but I'm afraid we won't be ordering any more. On Thursday, December 8th, 1965, the half-hour special aired, preempting the Munsters and following Gilligan's Island. 50% of American television tuned in. The cartoon was a critical and commercial hit, winning an Emmy and a Peabody Award. Linus's recitation was hailed by critic Harriet Van Horn of the World Telegram, who wrote, quote, Linus's reading of the story of the nativity was, quite simply, the dramatic highlight of the television season. Coca-Cola, well, it was inundated with letters from fans of the special. Here's one. Gentlemen, I am writing the first fan letter in my 52 years of a rather full life to compliment you on sponsoring the A Charlie Brown Christmas television program. I don't know when any program has delighted as many adults as well as children, and I am writing to express the hope that you might be able to sponsor additional Charlie Brown programs. Grand Rapids, Michigan. And here's another. To the makers of Coca-Cola, we wish to compliment you on the peanut show you sponsored on TV. Your production stands out as refreshing as your product. Our thanks to you and Mr. Schultz for bringing to the fore in his wholesome philosophy the real spirit of Christmas, which is so often obliterated by a false one. It is our hope that Peanuts may find a permanent place in the TV realm. May the makers of Coca-Cola be greatly blessed for their part in this worthwhile endeavor. Signed, the Sisters of St. Francis in Bell Vernon, Pennsylvania. But Charlie Brown's Christmas found that permanent place in the TV realm, that's for sure, and in America's hearts. It's equaled only by the 1966 program How the Grinch Stole Christmas in its popularity among young and old alike. Thank God the Grinch-like executives at CBS chose to air the special back in 1965. If it had been left to their instincts, we'd have one less national treasure to cherish come Christmas time. The story of a Charlie Brown's Christmas, the story of Charles Schultz in a way, and his intuitive understanding of what works in programming, the idea of having a jazz soundtrack, one of the most beloved of all time, was something all of the suits thought was a bad idea, but not Schultz. The kid actors, not the adult actors. The laugh track and the absence thereof, and most importantly, that Bible scene. All of these great artistic decisions make Charlie Brown's Christmas what it is. That story, the story of how Charlie Brown Christmas came to be and almost didn't here on Our American Story.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.